This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's segue a little bit to OTAs. We know they kicked off this week. The first week of OTAs was scheduled for this entire week. They'll continue a little bit next week after Memorial Day. And then they have some kind of random days in June before the mandatory mini cat mandatory mini camp will kick off in mid-June so talking about energy and electricity and you know the kind of the vibe of being in Green Bay I know it's it's a different feeling this year for Packers fans but I don't think any of the excitement has gone away before there was excitement because you had a, a Hall of Fame quarterback under center and you felt like you always had playoff potential regardless of what the team looked like this year I think there's equal if not more excitement because Packers fans are ready to see finally who Jordan Love is and what this offense looks like and what this defense can potentially hopefully be after so much anticipation so any sights sounds things you're thinking about as OT is kind of kicked off this week it's just like I know that we knew that Aaron Rodgers was you know not going to be QB1 this season for quite a while, but it's still very wild to see 10, you know, the red 10 Jersey as QB one. It's just, it's, it's starting to kind of like sing in as you're watching videos and the beat writers are, you know, posting on Twitter, what they're seeing and photos and it's, you know, QB one to wide receiver one and it's 10 to nine. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's very different. Um, I love how young this team is. Like, that's just what I keep coming back to is like, look at all these new faces. Um, So it feels like, I mean, we get limited snapshots of it um, just from what people post on Twitter, but it does feel like there's a really good energy about the team at the moment. Everyone's very excited working. Um, And you said it pre-show and I think it bears repeating. Jordan's been running OTAs for a number of seasons because 12 didn't, come to voluntary workouts for a while so this must feel like a really nice transition for him into that like ultimate QB1 role because this this part isn't new but it kind of has a new energy about it um I think it's probably also worth noting that most of the guys are there there's a handful that aren't which 
again, to be expected that like a Jair Alexander, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't come to, um, these are all voluntary, right? Caveat, like voluntary OTAs, but like you have Rashawn there working, you've got Eric Stokes there in rehab. Like you've, you've got like the majority of the team has shown up, which is nice. Yeah. And I mean, I think what I've, I always struggle with some of these interviews in early camp, right? Because most of the answers are like, I'm still learning my position, you know, as like a drafted player, but the, the Jordan Love scrum was interesting because a lot of the questions, you know, were like, how does it feel to be the guy? And he's so poised, right? Like he's had this spotlight on him since the second he was drafted. And Aaron Rodgers talked about like pouring the fingers of tequila. Like this has been a story for this kid's entire life. And now he finally gets to be the guy. And he's like, well, I've done this before. Like I've led OTAs before, but I'm trying to stay in the same headspace. Like, He's like, I guess the only difference is that you're not really looking over your shoulder, you know, like they're, you're yeah. the guy, so you're not on edge. And I think that's really exciting because you've got, you know, all these young guys that are there, you know, and get to build a relationship with him. And I, I think it was a lot different in years prior where he developed so much chemistry with some of these guys. And then it was like, okay, now you're on the second team with guys <laughs> that, you know, aren't playing. So this, just the whole process, I think, is expected, but it's nice to to see him get to finally be be QB one. Yeah, yeah. And look, there's not too much that you can take away from this, right? This is unpadded. They're in shorts. It's like just starting the NFL yeah. program. But I do think like these building blocks are really important. And that's why I love seeing that like pretty much the majority of the team has shown up because they are – I don't want to say a new unit because there's so many returning faces, but like new in the sense of the starters Mm -hmm. who are likely going to take the field like week one, snap one, haven't really played a ton of snaps together. And so anytime you can get together, even if it is, like I said, in shorts, not padded, just like voluntary workouts is going to be really key to them feeling like a cohesive unit when it comes to taking the field week one. Yeah, and I mean, I think you can hear kind of which guys have stepped up. It sounds like Rashawn Gary has been really vocal, which is expected, obviously. (laughs) We love him. Uh, He's doing really well, it sounds like, in his rehab. It's exciting to see Eric Stokes back. Sounds like he's doing really well. Um, I know the tight ends, Jordan Love, some of the media have given Josiah DeGuara a ton of praise and said he's kind of stepped up and become the leader in the room, which is crazy to think about somebody who's only been in the league three years being that leader, but... I think that this this offense being so young just has a really nice opportunity to mesh and you know Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave already seem like they're kind of inseparable. They talked about how they ordered ice cream and cookies and learned the playbook together in their hotel room. So just like the way that these guys are bonding. I don't want to get into the whole like are they are they not rebuilding debate, but the players on the team and of course they're not going to come out and say like yeah, I think we're going to go 1 and 16. But the players on this team are so much more confident than any media perception that I've seen about what this team can be. And I think that's going to translate because I think, you know, for a team that we've kind of historically the last couple seasons criticized about like not bringing their own juice, like these guys have it and then some. So I'm excited to see how that translates into training camp, into the preseason, because I think these guys are ready to bring it and prove some people wrong. Yeah, I could not agree more. So Maybe let's talk about who's not at OTAs. If if, if we can find it. The uh, the names I saw were Jair Alexander, um, Jonathan Garvin, I don't believe was there, which was intriguing to me since he's battling for a backup spot. 
as an mm -hmm. edge rusher. Um, it didn't look like David Bakhtiari was there for some of the time. Um, it's mostly vets is yeah. the is kind yeah. of the answer, I which makes Douglas sense. Was there? Yep, that's another name that I saw. But I think in but I I say this in terms of you can list out who's not there in a much shorter time span than listing out who is there, right? Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, we said Rashawn, like all the pretty much all the vets. I I think Kenny Clark might have been on that list too um, of guys who who are not there. But it says a lot, I think, that they all decided to come um, to kind of like just kick this offseason off with a bang. Yeah, and I mean, I think the, you know, Aaron Jones, a lot of these guys want Jordan Love to feel support and feel like he's the guy. And, you know, you could argue that there aren't as many vets on this roster as there used to be. Like last season, I think it was like, you know, actually, I think Randall Cobb went to OTAs, whatever. My point being, you know, that a lot of the vets kind of take this opportunity to like train on their own because they have a certain schedule that they like to stick to and they work out and they rehab their bodies their own way. So the fact that it is such a young group, it's nice to see them all getting these extra opportunities because some of these guys could have very easily said, you know what, I'll get I'll get plenty of snaps in June or I'll get my looks in July. So I don't want to keep, you know, reiterating the same point, but I think this is just, it just shows how much the team is buying in and ready to, ready to rock and roll with Jordan Love. And I'm excited to see him come training camp when, you know, we're getting more looks at, at this roster as a whole, because it's exciting on paper. Like, I think there's a lot to like on paper, but it is obviously again, very noticeably young on paper too. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to get those reps together and see how the offseason progresses. We are right at the start of this, right? We have so much more to go. Um, many, many, many moons um, building up towards padded practice. But it's very exciting to see some real football on the timeline. I will say that. Very exciting. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is. So really quick before we kind of wrap this up. I know our off-season shows tend to not be as long. The Packers did, you know, they, they kind of make some microtransactions here and there, bringing in a wide receiver, you know, cutting a wide receiver. Um, they, they signed Jonathan Owens, who is a safety. He was a starter with the Texans, maybe famously known for being the husband of Simone Biles, yes. one of the most decorated, just prolific Olympians of all time. Um, I will that, say, sorry, just as an, as an ex-gymnast, she is the most decorated gymnast in the history of the sport. Yes. Like she is by far and away the best to ever do it. Okay. For talking goats. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, but that, that did change kind of the outlook of the safety unit. So 
<laughs> we, can, we, we're, we should care more about her husband. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> I know everybody's like, oh my God, Simone Biles is going to be in a suite in Green Bay for like the entire season. Like, what if you just ran into her a quick trip? Like, Brian, she would never buy a breakfast sandwich, but what if you just ran into her buying a breakfast sandwich? I like, cry. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, so we, we talked, right? Like, Darnell Savage returning. It sounded like Adrian Amos potentially was returning. And now I think, you know, that's not happening at this point, but there's a, some of these position groups are loaded. You know, the, the bottom of the wide receiver depth chart, you're looking for maybe a fourth edge rusher at this point, this safety battle for these starting spots, I think is going to be the most intriguing position battle of camp. Every season there's one last year. Mm -hmm. I think you could argue it was the wide receivers this year. And this, this isn't even including Tree Carpenter who our lads has listed as an inside linebacker, which is interesting, but right now the starters are Darnell Savage at strong safety, which is interesting to me because I know he was typically kind of a free safety. And then Rudy Ford, Tavarius Moore, Jonathan Owens, Anthony Johnson Jr., the draft pick, Dal Nevitt, Innis Gaines, and Benny Sapp. That is a crowded room. Yeah. A lot of it's going to be the battle of the summer. Just like the spots are wide open, right? Like truly wide open. I don't even think you could say Darnell Savage is the lock. So, Anybody can show up to camp and show out and like grab that starting spot from from under anyone else. It's going to be, I think, like the one to watch. I thought some of the some of the notes from OTAs have been interesting as well. Um, Sean Ryan getting looks at center was really interesting mm -hmm. to me. He played a lot of guard last season in training camp. Um, again, this is our lads, and this is May twenty fifth, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. I thought it's interesting that our lads from basically the entire offseason has had Zach Tom as the team's starting right tackle over Yash Nyman. Um, that's, I think, a position to watch. Really, you know, Adam Stenovich said the entire right side of the line is up for grabs from center on. You think it'll be Josh Myers, who was drafted high to be mm -hmm. the center taking over for Corey Lindsley. But that's that's an interesting one. And I think you and I would agree. I don't know if we really touched on it after the draft, but very, very rare and surprising for the Packers to not take a single offensive lineman in yeah. the draft. So they must just like who they have or feel like they have enough options in that room to find a best starting five by week one. Yeah. I mean, I think Goody kind of even said that. Like he said, look, if we were going to take one, we would have to take them really early. The way the board fell, we didn't do that. And then we wanted to give the guys that we have a lot of depth because I think he said there were already like 13 guys coming to OTAs yeah. at that point. So it's like at that point, unless you're drafting the starting left tackle of your franchise, you're going to just roll with what you have. So yep, interesting okay. battles there. Um, how do you feel about the wide receiver room? Obviously you've got Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed, but then there's a lot of kind of fun depth, you know, Tay Wicks, Grant DeBose, um, Jadakis Bonds. They just signed uh, Bo Melton was, I know. Of name. Yeah. Samori Toure, yeah, which this team seems to be very high on. Yeah. Um, again, fun, like a lot of infusion of talent and um, athleticism and speed, and it's going to be another camp where I, I've, Christian Watson, in my mind, has wide receiver one on lock, um, unless something completely wild happens. And I think all the rest of those guys have the ability to grab that two, three, four, et cetera spot. I mean, this is like the playing field is wide open, right? We can, the, I actually think that this is going to be a really interesting off season for this coaching staff and Matt LaFleur in particular, 
into figuring out who fits what role, who, I don't love the word deserves, but I think it's the Mm -hmm. best word to use here, like deserves snaps over somebody else based on the kind of offense he wants to run, right? Who's fitting right? Who's working right? What combination? What's the chemistry like with Jordan Love? There's a lot up in the air here um, for this wide receiver room. So we'll see how it shakes out. Like you said earlier, it's very early. We've got, you know, the course of the summer to do it. Um, There's always camp darlings. And then you see what happens during the season. But lot, the whole entire, like, wide receiver lineup is pretty much up for grabs except for number one spot. Yeah, I thought it was interesting as well. Again, our lads, May 25th, grain of salt. Um, Sean Clifford is listed as the backup here. And I don't know if that's just because he was a draft pick and Danny Etling was not. But I could be literally alphabetical. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, I I did think that was kind of interesting. Sometimes the Packers roll into camp with four quarterbacks. So they must feel really nicely about the opportunity to develop Sean Clifford and Danny Etling. I know sometimes Mm -hmm. with Rodgers, there's like a camp battle for that, you know, third spot. Um, So I would think they like both of them enough. And Malifor is kind of a QB guy. So interesting to see kind of how the splits are, uh, the reps are taken in, in preseason. But that's, that's a conversation for August. It is. <laughs> well, this was fun. This was fun. Good. Uh, it's nice to have football, football, like you said, back on the timeline. Yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts before we wrap up this week and hopefully come back next week with... I was going to say more news, but we don't really need news. It's the offseason. No, just more uh, OTA sights and sounds. No, I'm just excited that we're getting back into things. This is this is when we start to build up towards the season, a.k.a. the best time of year. It, it really is. Hey, but you know what? Wisconsin finally hit temperatures over 60 degrees, so we need to uh, hang on to this this offseason for as long as we can because when football <laughs> season all around, it's typically like in the 50s. So. Yeah. Uh, let us have this warmth for a little bit. But that is all the time that we have for today's show. Thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Twitter at PWSS Podcast. You can find Perry at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. You can follow the podcast on other social media platforms at Pax What She Said. We will be back maybe with some more guests. We've always got some fun friends lined up to hop on the show with us. If you're not already, make sure you check out what Tom Grossi is doing for the month of June raising as much money as possible for St. Jude. If you missed our episode with him last week, hop back and check that out because it is well worth your time. So that is, again, all the time we have for today. We'll see you next week. Thank you. And as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 